Hi everyone, it's John. And Ben. And welcome back to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985's Santa Claus the Movie. One minute at a time. Ben, where were we last week? Um, we had a week off. Uh. <laughs> we're okay, we're okay, just life got in the way and we didn't have a episode pre-recorded so we had to take a week off we apologize yeah we had some uh winter storms up here and it kind of messed up our scheduling for a few weeks but we're back i hope we're back weekly we'll see i'm hoping but it's winter in new england and uh we only have like one day a week that we can record these so if there's snowstorms we're in trouble <laughs> If it makes you feel any better, I don't think anyone noticed. I, we didn't get any tweets or emails. Not even anybody on the Discord server said anything. So <laughs> I don't know if that makes me feel better or... <laughs> so this week we are talking about minute number... 95. But before we do, I'm going to spring something on you, Ben. Okay. You know, we are in the final few minutes of the movie. I figured it was now or never to do this. We've talked about this in the past, that on a site called ScriptCity.com, for $14.99, you can buy a PDF of what they say is Santa Claus colon movie script. Right. We've talked about this with Jason Duvall, how we ne haven't ever pulled the trigger because on ScriptCity.com, they attribute this script to a Robert Newman and Jim Maloney. Mm -hmm. And if you search those two names... With Santa Claus, absolutely nothing comes up. Mm -hmm. And we know our Santa Claus movie was written by David and Leslie Newman. Mm -hmm. So I haven't got the PDF yet. The site promises PDF email delivery 24 to 48 hours. I just did it this morning. So stay tuned. We're going to see if we get a PDF of this Santa Claus script or just some random thing. And I just flushed $15 down the toilet. So you purchased it. Yes, I did. Yes, I did this morning. <laughs> I figured it was now or never. We only have, what, less than 15 minutes of movie left. Well, yeah, you should have purchased it back when we started the movie. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I couldn't commit. I don't yeah. know who Robert Newman and Jim Maloney are. Oh, goodness. So we, okay, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what, what it is. It, we'll it'll be we like a cliffhanger with. for everybody. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. This adds a little excitement to our last few episodes. <laughs> we could be smacking now, our head. It's like, it was there all along. This is exactly what we wanted. Our now, holy if this, grail. <laughs> if, um, now, this is considered reading material. So does that mean that I get it? I don't know. And well, I get to read it? Well, possibly, but I'll, I'll reveal what it is once I get the email. So hopefully maybe next week, next episode, mm -hmm. I'll have it by then. Maybe I'll wait and not even open the email till we're on mic recording the next episode, minute 96 or 97 or whenever we yeah. get it. That's not going to happen. So I'm not sure how long this episode's going to be, but probably, yeah, it's Probably not San too, too long. It's Santa's pep talk, the rest of it. Yeah. So as you may recall, a couple of weeks ago, Minute 94 ended as Santa was saying to the reindeer team that... If we don't help him, I don't even like to think... 
Minute 95 picks up where that minute left off. Santa finishes his sentence. What can happen? Santa doesn't even want to think what could possibly happen to Joe. I like how Blitzen is like reacting to Santa. Like he's having a conversation with Santa. Like, oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, I did make a note of that later. Uh, Donner or Blitzen, one of them. You, you're the reindeer expert. One of them makes like a Scooby-Doo sound like, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's one of Santa's lines, but we'll get to that shortly. The music that's playing as Santa is like pacing around talking to the reindeer reminds me of like the dragnet music that dun da dun dun da dun da da and then it eventually will build up to him taking off like Superman at the end of our minute. Yeah. But it does so it, yeah, I got dragnet flashbacks <laughs> to that music. You should have the Santa music and the dragnet music playing side by side. Our little friend Joe is in trouble. And if we don't help him, I don't even like to think of what can happen. So now Santa walks to the front of the reindeer team, kind of crouches down to be at eye level with them. Now listen, I know we're two men short today, but this time you've got to fly like the wind. Can you do it for me? Can you do it for little Joe? Is that how it goes in the book? Have you compared yes. the Santa speech in the book to the movie version? Yeah, it is uh, basically the exactly the same. So maybe on their Christmas Eve flight, it's a little more leisurely because time travels with them. This yeah. is the off season, so they probably have to fly in real time to get yeah, to their they final destination. To, they don't get to take their, their sweet time going through, you know? And if I could back up just a second, what do you think would happen? Would have happened to Joe? Do you think BZ and Towser and Grizzard would have killed him over well, over this? Yes. Um, oh well, maybe because I have a scene that's in the book that's not in the movie. Uh, right after Santa takes off, and it's of Anya. And she's very afraid for Claus. So I'm going to assume that if she is very afraid, that must mean that Santa thinks that there is something horribly wrong and that Joe is in like life or death situation. Turns out Anya didn't really have anything to worry about because Santa does not encounter another adult. <laughs> no. In this entire movie. <laughs> she didn't know that. I bet by now BZ's already forgotten he, uh, he ordered the kid to be on ice. He's planning his Brazil trip. <laughs> yeah, probably. He's getting his suntan <laughs> lotion and his, uh, his b big bags of unmarked bills. I mean, all, it's all only situated. been a couple of hours. It hasn't even been 24 hours yet. You're jumping ahead. I know it feels like it's been forever because we've been gone for two weeks. But in the movie, <laughs> it's only been like... A couple of hours. So after Santa says they gotta fly like the wind, the reindeer perk up a bit. Santa continues and says, Can you do it for me? Can you do it for little Joe? Can you do it for me? Can you do it for little Joe? And this is where one of the reindeer sounds like he's grunting like, Uh-huh. <laughs> Nodding that his head. Be, that, that one would be Donner. That was Donner, who was grunting, uh-huh. 
Santa has his like fists in the air and he's smiling and then he finally lets out sure you can sure you can and then he quickly walks to the sleigh and sits down grabs the reins the music is picking up the reindeer are groaning and then santa says all right man Give me that extra effort. I'm counting on you. Yo! Actually, that yo is a little different than the typical yo's. In this shot, um, you can see, you know, he says yo and the reindeer take off. And it switches to the real reindeer. Yes, I was going to say it's a yep. minute where the re- real reindeer reappear. The reindeer they have playing Blitzen uh, has a, an extremely white nose compared to the puppet Blitzen. I don't know I if that's the same Blitzen that they've been using or a substitute Blitzen because that nose is just bright white. I mean, maybe you just had a bath. I don't know, but it is bright white. I got to be honest. I did not even notice that. It didn't even cross my mind. I'm, <laughs> glad, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> well, Yo! I get I'm sorry, I was, do, I was doing the Santa impression. I interrupted you. Yo! <laughs> I get That's how excited. he says it in this minute. <laughs> I get excited. Yo! <laughs> Ben's about to strangle me. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to... I'm not going <laughs> to imitate Santa again. Okay, I promise. Go ahead. All I was going to say was I get excited when I see the real reindeer. But I couldn't even get that out between you just going, Yo! <laughs> <laughs> I like seeing the real reindeer. When the reindeer kind of launch, I do like the touch of Santa's hat kind of being pulled back. He kind yes. of goes back in his seat, and then his hat kind of lifts back off his forehead a little bit. Yeah. In the momentum. I, I did like that little touch. I don't know if that was intentional. I think it really happened. I mean, those reindeer are really so? pulling him. Yeah. There wasn't like some stage hand in crouched down in the back of the sleigh on the back of, grabbing onto the back of Santa's hat to like kind no. of. No. What I appreciate, um, I don't know if I'm. Oh yeah, look to... at that! What? Sorry, I, I, I was. <laughs> after Santa, I'm I'm catching up with you in the minute. <laughs> after Santa just got pulled back, I, I do see white nosed reindeer here. Yeah. As a, as a reindeer running towards the camera. Yeah. Oh wow! I do notice it now. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, I don't know if I'm ahead of you, but I'm clearly ahead of you if you just saw the white nose. I was going to say, I appreciate the touch that when Santa and the reindeer are in the air outside of the elf compound, that there are only six reindeer on the mini model and there is no bag of toys. I was expecting to have like to catch a little bloop here where they just used the regular miniature for this scene, you know, that they've used in previous shots because it looks exactly the same, but they only have six reindeer and there's no toy bag with Santa. That's pretty impressive attention yeah. to detail. I, you were you were ready to call them out. You were ready to I call was. out the movie makers. I was. I was going to be like, ah, caught ya, caught ya. But no, they did. They, they, uh. 
they only have six reindeer. It kind of bummed me out. I wanted to catch a blooper, but I didn't. I didn't catch it. You know, continu- continuity errors have been actually pretty rare in this movie. Yeah, they have. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why the Coke can stood out so much, because they, they've been <laughs> right on top of it otherwise. <laughs> Maybe. Now, I have a deleted scene before we move on, but it, I don't know what you have to say before I get there. Okay, well, before we see the shot of them flying out of the compound, the, the miniature yeah. sleigh going up into the air, as they're going down the runway, Santa is saying, Come on, Donner. Come on, Blitzen. Come on. He obviously is playing favorites with the two original reindeer. Well, he he raised I feel like this those is... two original from the baby, you know? But I feel like this isn't the first time he hasn't called out any other reindeer names besides Donner and Blitzen. We, we never hear him say, come on, Dasher, come on, Dancer. Because it's Comet and Cupid who are out sick right now. Correct? Yes. Yep. Anyway, okay, moving along. Deleted <laughs> scene time. Is this the Anya scene you were talking yes. about earlier? Yep. Okay, so Anya stood in Dooley's office watching the sleigh's departure as she always did. You know how Dooley has that telescope in his uh, office. She believed it brought Claus good luck and brought him back safely to her. She did not want to miss this one. So she watched with many emotions. Claus, her husband of many centuries, was flying off to what could be his final mission. She was afraid for him, but knew and understood what made him so determined, the knowledge that he alone held the fate of a lost little boy in his hands. So they are taking this extremely seriously. Like, she thinks that Claus may not even come home. Who's going to be Santa if he doesn't come home? Tim Allen, I know. But, like, what I'm saying is... (laughs) Whoever put on his suit... So BZ could come back as Santa. <laughs> that would be horrible. That'd be a movie. So yeah, Anya is thinking the worst and that he could not even he may not even return to her while he's going to save Joe. I'm glad that originally Anya had a little bit more to do because, you know, she's been popping up in the book in the yeah. past few minutes, but movie-wise, we have not seen her since depressed santa was in his what what's the point mood yep and her last line of being claws <laughs> yes and i i do love this triumphant music as they're taking off and the abrupt cut back to the toy factory Mm-hmm. yeah of patch just sitting there now i i do want to say um in in the movie they cut hard cut to patch in the whistle but in the book it actually split up in the book santa leaves anya is in Dooley's office and then it goes to cornelia pacing in her bedroom and after santa and cornelia leave her bedroom this scene pops up in the book so the order is swapped in the book and in the movie I don't know which way was first. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if the author was like, ah, I don't like how that flows. Or if uh, the they decided to make an editing choice here. 
I think it's a very well-timed editing editing choice because we see like the little stardust coming off of the sleigh as it takes off and then we hard cut to the big billowing steam puff cloud coming out of the toy machine exhaust mm-hmm. and and like we said dudley moore patch just gets just squeezes into this minute <laughs> at the last second he is just sitting there emotionless like stone-faced in his little chair mm-hmm. and then you know, old time whoops <laughs> go ahead i was gonna say he's so um still sitting there he doesn't even blink his eyes it's almost as if it's a body double mannequin just sitting in a chair like that's not even dudley moore that's just a a copy of him (laughs) then we get the shot of that old timey steam whistle going off again and our minute ends very short not a lot to talk about in this minute they didn't really pad it out that much in the book just a little bit about anya I do want to go back. I want to go back and check the other Blitzens and see if they were all that same reindeer or if they used a different one for Blitzen for this shot. Because the Donner reindeer looks very much like the uh, puppet Donner. You know, you wouldn't be able to really tell the difference. I just confirmed from minute 32 when Santa is taking off for the first time. And Santa's taking off this time. It is the same reindeer. Or one colored extremely similar. So I guess they've always had that really bright nose. Maybe it's just the lighting that's making it stand out. But the puppet does not have that white of a nose. So they did not match the puppet to this reindeer very well. But it seems like they had designated real reindeer for each of santa's reindeer so it's like this is the blitzen this is the donner this is the cupid etc etc which makes sense because they had to train them to pull together and you wouldn't want to swap the order around of the real reindeer when they're in you know they have their roles i just peeked into my email to see if i get anything from script city currently nothing so we're on Script City Watch here at Santa by the Minute. Wouldn't that be funny if we could have had this thing the whole time? <laughs> but, you know, this is going to stretch out our lifespan a little bit, you know? Yeah. You're like, no, minute 108, we're done. <laughs> I'm not going through the movie again just comparing the script We'll do we'll do like a we'll do like a script super special where we'll we'll mention interesting things in the script. How's that? Okay, okay, that'll work. Because you know, after the movie, I want to talk about the Kodak commercial, right? And where that would take place in the Santa timeline, right? And I I don't know if I should mention it, but my other idea is to talk about the making of the movie TV special. Yes. Possibly one minute at a time. I'm thinking one section at a time. Let us know what you guys think. Do you think we should talk about Santa Claus, the making of the movie, which was the making of TV special about the movie that we're talking about? If we should talk about the making of special one minute, I've been shaking her head. But I think this is a great idea. We could have Santa, Santa by the minute or Santa, the making of the minute. Santa the making by the I don't know we we got to work out workshop that title a little bit Santa the making of the movie by the minute 
I am not saying that every week. <laughs> well, I think this is a great idea because we don't have anything else to go on after minute 108. So, yeah, But that's also 10 weeks away. I think we have time to think about it. That's like three months. We have plenty of time to figure out what we're going to do. I know. If we, had, if we hadn't had to stop for various reasons, take a week off, skip a week here and there, which we haven't done very often. I think we've done no. it like three or four times. Yeah, we've been pretty consistent. I think minute 108 would have landed around early March, but yeah. I think we're right through March at this point. Mm-hmm. And then after minute 108, we got to talk about the Kodak commercial. And then after that, I'm not sure when we'll do the making of TV special one minute at a time. But yeah, we could run into an issue where they use a clip from the movie and that could take up a whole minute. And it would be already something we've already talked about. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think we should do a section at a time. Like wherever they cut for a commercial break? Well, I mean, we'd have to watch it and see where nice cuts and transitions would go. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. I think people, I think people are appreciating this peek behind the curtain here at the end of the podcast. <laughs> the ones who are still listening. <laughs> the two that are still listening and haven't skipped to their next podcast. <laughs> our other two listeners tune out after we've done talking about the minute they're just expecting less the, the twitter and stuff yes but but we the watched... others enjoy this intriguing behind the scenes behind the curtain making <laughs> this is the making of santa by the minute right yeah. here so we watched um ghostbusters the afterlife last night and there's a little kid on there who has a podcast and he goes you're my one subscriber <laughs> And that's and that made me laugh about our podcast. <laughs> we have more than one. We do have more than one, and I appreciate all two of you. You're wonderful <laughs> people. <laughs> well, in Ghostbusters, I, I won't spoil it, but the one subscriber turns out to be one of the Someone kids' heroes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what if our one subscriber, like someday we meet John Lithgow, <laughs> and he's... <laughs> He's not listening to our podcast. <laughs> okay, how about this? Okay, John, buddy, if you are listening, if you are one of our three people that listen to this podcast, please give us a sign. You know what I mean? Like, any sign whatsoever would be great. Just, just an acknowledgement so I can prove to John... This John, not you, John, that um, the, you're not actually listening and that you don't like this movie. <laughs> and I don't understand why. <laughs> well, well, OK, well, maybe maybe Jeffrey Kramer is listening. Maybe okay. Jeffrey's listening to this. That might be a little bit more realistic. I mean, he does know who we are. Maybe maybe Christian is listening from the shadows someplace. <laughs> Little Joe himself. <laughs> and he's just laughing at us with all of the yeah. assumptions we're it's making. It's like, no no way in hell am I getting on that podcast. Not happening. <laughs> I was considering it until they were talk, talking about talking about the making of special and the Kodak commercial. <laughs> anyway, have we stretched this out long enough? I think so. I think so. We have, we've, we've stretched it out enough that I think we can call it a day. And if Ben didn't cut all that out, 
<laughs> if Ben didn't catch, cut out that 10-minute stretch. So, John, Jeffrey, Christian, if you're listening, where can they contact us, Ben? <laughs> Santa by the minute at gmail.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Santa Minute. And, you know, honestly, you know, we've said it before, we're not picky. You know, if you were an extra, if your uncle, third uncle twice removed was a background elf. Yeah. Who you could only see his kneecap in one frame. We would love to have you on the show. (laughs) If you were one of the kids playing basketball in New York. Yeah, exactly. Anybody. I want to talk to the kid who was floating on top of the refrigerator to grab those cookies. Like, yeah. did they, how did they rig you up? You know? <laughs> so He's many not going to remember. He was like three. <laughs> He's going to be like, I don't know. What about, uh, how about the bus driver who drove over the kid's wagon? Okay. Yeah. We would do a special show yeah. just about that, right? We would, for sure. Mm-hmm. We got to circle back on Carrie Barrett sarah foster we do we do she seems to be online all the time we follow her on twitter yeah it's like maybe maybe we could have her carve out like 10 minutes to talk to us maybe ben and i try to post a brand new episode each and every wednesday and as always you can listen to any of those episodes 